0: Welcome to Sports and Songs, episode number 16. Today is February 29th, 2020, Leap Day. Um, this is your host, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, thank you.
0: Well, it's Leap. It's our first ever Leap Day show, so that's always good.
1: Yes, first
0: ever. It is our first ever. What we're going to do is cover some high school sports today, some college sports today, pro sports and then wrap up with our musical segment at the end. And uh, we've got a lot, lot to cover. There's, Of course, we're getting into March. March Madness is here. Lots of uh, state tournaments, playoffs, and fun times ahead. Where do you want to yep. start? Do you want to start with the – we'll start high school sports and work our way up here, state of Minnesota, high school sports, sectionals, and state tournaments, I suppose, for winter sports?
1: Yeah. Right now, we have, uh, like I said, the tournaments have begun. Um, we have all of them going on. Uh we had hockey, girls hockey last weekend. Uh this weekend we got state wrestling and boys swimming and diving. And uh after that we get in the boys' hockey, girls basketball, boys' basketball, the fun begins. But um I don't have any of the swim results. Do you have anything on state wrestling?
0: Yeah, but state wrestling. Um they're going on right now. Today you'll we'll be wrapping up the individual uh titles and the in the medal rounds essentially. The uh uh, high school individual for all three classes on Thursday night was the high school team brackets. And so they did that. I like how they do that all in one day now. And, um, mm-hmm. and so we've got in class two a Simley won 48 to 10 to win first place there. Uh, they had a, a pretty easy time. I would say, um, Hutchinson made it from the local bracket here that, uh, that I'm involved with, uh, they lost right away, but went on to win fifth, place beating south st paul packers and then for third place detroit lakes beat foley in a good match 26 25 now we go to the big schools class 3a jacobie of course the sabers ranked one was expected to win the whole thing and check out these scores they win 75 to 6 over hastings in their opening round 75-6 Seventy-five to six in the state in the state tournament. You know, Hastings then went on to yeah. lose the next round and they were, you know, sent home early. But right. uh Shockby went on to win 46-17 over Owatonna, who's always tough. And then for the championship match, they beat Stillwater, the Stillwater Ponies, 34-21. And so uh, St. Michael Elberville finished third, beating Owatonna. and Waconia, the Waconia Wildcats here local, Carver County. First time in class three A, they moved up. After going to state in Class 2A last year, they moved up, uh, won their section, made it to state. weren't expected to do too well, but they came out losing the first match, and going on to beat Bemidji, and then Forest Lake to finish fifth in the state. So, congrats to them. And that's all I've got for for wrestling.
1: The Bemidji Lumberjacks.
0: Lumberjacks. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Boys hockey you just finished up their section of the finals last night. Get ready for their tournament starting next Wednesday. got the section winners here. Of course, they all get reseeded going into it, so we don't know the matchups yet. But uh, boys hockey, A, A bracket, 1A. The number four seed, Mankale East, to Loyola 1. Uh, the division, 2 single A. The number two seed, Delano, won in double overtime to go to State. 3 single A. The uh, number one seed, Hutch. The rest of these were all the number one seeds winning in their brackets. Uh, number uh, 4A was Montegide, 5A Monticello, 6A St. Cloud Cathedral, 7A Hermantown, and number 8 War Road. In the double A, uh, one seed, one double A, Lakeville South one. Uh The two double A, number two seed, Eden Prairie advances to state. Number three double A, the fifth seed in that bracket, St. Thomas Academy. Seems big on little time but they're the fifth seed in that in their brackets, so that's kind of, kind of hard to see that, that they uh, do make the tournament again. you always got to kind of watch out for St. Thomas Academy. Uh, four double-A, number one seed, Hill Murray. Five double-A, number two seed, Maple Grove. And then the rest of these were number one seeds. Uh, six double-A is Blake. Seven double-A, Andover. And eight double-A was Moorhead. Moorhead Spuds. On nice,
0: day. nice. Um, at the last rankings, St. Cloud Cathedral
1: was ranked number one for A and Andover was ranked number one for double A. So there's your favorites going into it, but the that's why they play the games too though. But that's what I got for that. Uh, a lot of good games. Uh that Ian Prairie one, like Ian Prairie was ranked number two. Uh here's something on you know two day in in two double A. Prior Lake was actually the one seed in that bracket. Okay. And they and they lost uh to the four seed. Uh Bruce was the four seed and Ian Prairie be He had two and four going at it. And so Ian Prairie lucked out because uh, prior week had a good team all year. Uh, they must have all, you know, again, prior week, the number one in hockey, you don't, you don't, you know, hear that sentence very often.
0: No, no. Um,
1: hope, hopefully it's good things to come for that program. Nice to see another program coming up so besides Ian Prairie, the Metaka, you know, <laughs> uh, you know all the same old, same old. It's nice to see some fresh blood in there. So hopefully, yeah, uh, they come back next year so we can do with them. But that's kind of where I'm at for high school sports. Like I said, uh, the state's wrapping up. we got boys hockey next weekend. And if you're going downtown for boys hockey, I believe is it. One of the days down that camera, I think it's Thursday, uh, Vice President Pence is going to be in St. Paul also. So traffic's going to be ugly if you're going downtown for uh, the tournament. So, okay. Maybe take, take the bus or the train or find out what day Pence is going to be there and we don't go that day to avoid traffic. I don't know.
0: Yeah, good but, to uh, know. Good to know. Uh,
1: maybe Pence will stop in and watch the games. Who knows? There you go. There but, you uh, go. But uh, yeah, him and the wife are going to be in town, so yeah, uh, if you're heading downtown in St. Paul, it's going to be a zoo, I guess he's speaking somewhere just a couple blocks away from the XL, so it's going to be, uh, St. Paul's going to be the place to be next week, uh, so don't go down there, <laughs> if you don't like traffic jams.
0: Correct, correct. Well, I've got a, I've got a girls basketball sectional update for high school sports, uh, their state tournament is next weekend as well, or is it two weeks? Oh, it's two weeks. Uh,
1: those, yep. Yep. So, so are there's sections this week. <clears throat> this week and next week are their sections. Yeah. So
0: they've got uh, so high school girls basketball sections. First round quarterfinals was, I think, Tuesday night. Today is the semifinals, and the winners will advance to play Friday night um, to see who goes to state. I'm going to take in the Chaska Hawks and the Shakopee Sabres game today in Chaska, 1 o'clock at the Chaska High School. That's a one seed against a four seed and Chaska's ranked number one. <clears throat> Looking forward, I haven't seen them play yet this year, so I'll report on that uh, next week's episode to see how that goes. Uh, they are expected to win and should take on probably Eden Prairie the following Friday uh, to go to state. So
1: We were uh, Thursday night. Uh, the bride and I, we went to see uh, local Watertown Mayor Royals. They are the two-seed in the 5A sections, and they uh, handily took care of Dassault Cocado. Um, Got some good girls. Uh, I guess Monica Sazano, who played for the team, she's at Iowa right now. Her sisters both play for Watertown right now. Um, Watertown's girls team has uh it was like three seniors and two juniors and a handful of freshmen and eighth graders. So they're a two seed right now. Hopefully they'll be around for a while to be someone to watch. But uh, we'll see how they pan through. They got their second game, their second round games today in five A, and they wrap up next week, I believe. So like I said, Wednesday, March 11th is when girls basketball starts.
0: Perfect. Anything else for high school? Now that is it. Perfect. All right, let's move on to college sports, Andy. What have you got? We've got uh, tournament time here. March is right around the corner.
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of them starting up here, we're just going kind to of go over the rankings and update you on dates for their tournaments for each sport. And then there's some side notes on it. Um, again... All these sports are coming up with our Minnesota high school sports. There's going to be tournaments all the time going on, so you got to pay attention. Follow the NCAA.org website. Follow us on the Facebook page. We'll keep you updated. But uh, for men's basketball right now, top five. The big shakeup with uh, Kansas beating Baylor last week. So Kansas takes over as number one. Uh, Baylor drops to two. Gonzaga drops to three. Dayton moves up to four, and San Diego State drops to five. Um the Big Ten tournament is coming up March eleventh through fifteenth in Indianapolis for the men's tournament. Uh you gotta see it right now, then we'll put the bracket up if the turn, if the league ended today, you know how it would look. Um Golfers would be probably playing four games to make it to win it. They probably have to win at least three in that tournament to make it to the big dance, but uh you never know how it goes. Someone hits a slump. That again, that's why they play the games. But that's for men's. So for women's basketball, South Carolina. Still so holding on to number one, Baylor at two, Oregon three, Stanford four, Louisville five. No change there. Uh, Baylor number two in both men's and women's, so it's, you don't see both a school having a top team in both men's and women's like that. Big Ten tournament for women is March fourth through eighth in Indianapolis. Uh, the women also have sixty-four teams in their tournament too, so that's fun to watch as I see all the schools get a chance to play in there. Uh, men's hockey, Cornell moves up to number one. Minnesota State is at 2, North Dakota at 3, Boston College 4, Minnesota Duluth 5. And uh, Bemidji State was at 11th moved up from 13th. Right now, the WCHA is having their tournament going on. Um, They had games yesterday. It's a best out of 3. Minnesota beat St. Cloud State yesterday. Ohio State beat Minnesota State yesterday. And Bemidji State beat Minnesota Duluth in a big upset double overtime over there, so um, those teams moving on, That I love college hockey, especially with playoffs. This is Bemidji State's time. They're going to keep an eye on the Beavers coming through as well. They say a little, a little. Go, go Beavers. Um, Homer pick, pick that away. Um, but they're, they're playing really strong lately. If you look at the standings, Bemidji State's been doing well. Ever since the Mariucci Classic, they've been really hot. Um, team to watch, like I said, they've moved up from 13th to 11th this week again. They've been kind of moving up every couple weeks, a couple spots. Uh, even if they end up losing, they're going to finish strong. That might get them a seat in the big tournament, but we'll see. Uh, big Ten standings for hockey you have Penn State at first, Ohio State, and Minnesota tied at second. Now, here's the weird thing in hockey Notre Dame is in the Big Ten for hockey, so Notre Dame is fourth. Okay. Um, some sports see different teams get moved in here and there. So, just if you're looking at Big Ten hockey coming up, you see Notre Dame in there. That's not a typo, <laughs> that is correct. Um, and the Big Ten tournament for hockey is March 6th through 21st. So that's coming up periodically, through, too. Through uh, women's hockey has Cornell at one, Wisconsin two, Minnesota three. Uh, their tournament is March 22nd, or 20th through 22nd, in Boston is when women have their tournament. Um, they don't have sectionals. There's not a lot of women's teams in NCAA hockey, so they just kind of have their tournament at the end. NCAA wrestling, Big Ten tournament is March 7th and 8th in Rutgers, New Jersey. The national championships this year for wrestling for NCAA wrestling are March 19th through 21st in Minneapolis.
0: Yes, they're hosting. Uh, that should be interesting.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yep, the Gophers right now are ranked 13th, same as they were last week. Uh, not much change in wrestling. Uh, Iowa one, Penn State two, North Carolina State three, and Nebraska four, Ohio State five. So, a lot of Big time references there. Could be a culture join the Big Ten teams if the Gophers don't make it. Still a fun time to watch that there. And making its debut in our rankings today, NCAA baseball rankings, Florida 1, Vanderbilt 2, Louisville 3, Georgia 4, Texas Tech 5. Minnesota is not ranked, but they are 4-4 four and four on the year. Um, they did win last night, and their tournament they're having right now this weekend. Uh, they beat North Carolina. So they're 5-4 then right now. Uh, NCAA softball. UCLA 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, LSU 4, Oklahoma 5. Uh, the Gophers, softballers eight 8-6. They're 18th ranked nationally, down 17 last week, 4th in the Big Ten. And so that is the college rundown. Um, like I said, a lot of these tournaments coming up for the winter sports. So some of summer sports are starting with baseball, except like the Gophers had some games at U.S. Bank last weekend and again this weekend. Invite some of the southern schools in and uh, east coast schools in. So get to play some of the better competition. Hopefully, schools will play again in the tournament later on in the year.
0: Sure, yeah, good good time of the year with all this going on, and the weather <coughs> weather is supposed to be good here, so <coughs> that also helps. We're gonna <coughs> we always can pretty much plan on a storm here at the uh, some one of these weekends in March, but uh, so far it looks next couple weeks looks to be in the 40s. Now, I heard there's some issues at U.S. Bank right now, some of the uh, window seals and stuff <clears> right there
1: that are fixed, so hopefully that doesn't affect the baseball games, but uh, not a lot of crowds go to see the baseball games. like, if I fix the windows during the games, so that could be a big issue, but uh, it's not going to slow anything down or cancel the games at all.
0: Correct. All right. Sounds good. All right, Andy, let's roll into some pro sports. We've got Major League Baseball Spring Training. We've got Cactus League, Grapefruit League. We've got uh, NFL Combine. We've got XFL Football. Where would you like to start?
1: Well, just a couple little notes. Um, so far in spring training, people have been wondering about the Houston Astros. Yes. Everybody's going to be throwing at them and hitting them in everything else because they said during the regular season you do it, they're going to find you and suspend you and everything else. Uh, numbers I heard yesterday afternoon, I think Astros batters have been hit seven times so far this year. Okay. The Cardinals batters have been hit eight, so just shows, yeah, it's, it's spring training. Don't worry about wins and losses. Don't worry about numbers. Again, don't worry about records either, because right now the Marlins are 6 and all.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice.
1: I don't think they'll get their sixth win until May when the season starts. Oh, it no.
0: could be very easy, yes. <clears throat>
1: Wow! You, know, you, know, you hear all these numbers, or who's hitting home runs, who isn't, who's batting what, well, who's pitching well, team-wise. It's spring training. Just relax, remain calm, but uh, because on a local note, um, San Diego Padres did sign former Twin Brian Dozier. Okay. Um, they, did, they did sign him as minor the minor league team, but again, it's spring training. It's just for roster reasons right now. Dozier is going good enough player. I'm pretty sure he'll be, make the opening day roster. Pretty sure he'll get traded after the All-Star break. So, Brian Dozier fans can just relax. All is well. He'll do fine there. I do have a few National League notes here. Yeah, go for it. Uh, starting uh, with the New York Mets. Um, everybody's focusing on Tim Tebow all the time. He does have one home run, but I think he's only got a couple hits right now either. So. Just relax, Teagle's not going to make the team. I'm uh, right out of spring training anyway, but he's going to have a good career. I think he'll be a good minor league player. Uh, the Mets did have a little scare with JD Davis third base. His left shoulder uh, Wednesday revealed no structural, no new structural damage after he jammed his shoulder on an infield dive. Davis said he felt a little aching, a little sore, but called that expected. The Mets do not consider the existing labrum tear a major issue. They know he had a labrum tear, and they still did not re-sign Todd Frazier. That just boggles my mind. But so J.D. Davis uh, from the Mets is going to be a little sore for a while. We'll keep an eye on him. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers utility man Chris Taylor missed his third game with a mild form and bicep irritation uh, caused by a check swing, but he was able to take live batting practice on Wednesday and hopefully be back. Uh, pitcher Dustin May of the Dodgers is temporarily shut down to allow. Strain left side to feel healthy. And outfielder Jacques Peterson continues to nurse a strained right side. So the Dodgers have a, little, a few guys a uh, little banged up already there. And the Cardinals plan to uh, scratch Matt Carpenter from one day's split squad game against the Marlins. It the back tightness. Um, so already on back tightness for training. Again, some of these guys maybe didn't. Take as much uh, or as good a care of themselves in the offseason as they wanted to. I get down there. The, the, I mean, Matt Carpenter is 34, so you got to stay in shape all year round, man. You can't just jump out of bed and do this anymore. But th- you're going to see the little bumps and bruises like that from guys coming up, uh, first few weeks, getting the rust off, little strains here and there, but nothing's going to ruin their career or get you scared in fantasy baseball for picking them or anything bad. that. The stars will be fine. But uh, do you have
0: any American League notes there, sir? Yeah, I've got. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of the Twins, uh, speaking of the Cardinals, I should say, the Twins do play them uh, in spring training Monday. Monday at noon. Uh, tomorrow, the Twins are on the road traveling to the Rays. They've got a noon game against the Rays. And tonight, <clears throat> not too often, but you get a night game. Pirates come to town to play CenturyLink Sports Complex against the Twins. 5.05 tonight. I'm not sure if that game's on television or not. It might be, or you could stream it, but. A night game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The other thing I've got for notes uh, for the Twins is jersey, uniform numbers. There was some confusion with the new players that we've got. Josh Donaldson came over. He wore number 20, long time. Now he's wearing 24. And Kenta Maeda is wearing 18 because that's the number that he wanted. And currently that was being worn by Mitch Garver, the catcher. And so Garber gave that up. Garber is now wearing number eight. But that is all that I've got for spring training so far here for uh, Major League Baseball. It will be interesting. Josh Donaldson did get his first double of the year. Twins are, are winning most of their games. Uh, they got a bunch of ties in there, but they're, uh, they're looking good.
1: Yeah, that's that still uh, a lot of streaming. Uh, I know Major League Baseball Network, you get that on your cable package. They're replaying games all the time for spring training. It's almost. 20 hours a day of sprint training games. They do have some of the talk shows they throw in there um, during the day to keep you updated on their stuff. But you can always catch games on there. Yeah, they may be edited down to fit into a two-and-a-half, three-hour window, but you're still get most of the game. Uh, Twins games, you know, those guys on radio, too, do an awesome job. Glenn's awesome, those two on radio. Uh, I know on Major League Baseball, on the app through Roku, through the uh, T-Mobile customers, at least anyway, and every now and then they put a. A free game of the day all the time on their app on MLB so if you got a Roku system or uh, any of those TVs like that you can catch a or online you can catch a free game of the day sometimes it's an afternoon game sometimes it's a night game you might get a Dodgers game late at night here but it's always nice to catch one of those games on there too you always get to see some other, some other teams on there so it's always nice to see so look into that if you're interested in those things
0: correct anything more for baseball uh,
1: that's it like I said just Panic if you hear your favorite players, certain big names getting hurt in spring training. A lot of it's just you know minor things. So, you know and, and which is kind of good because you get to see the other guys shine then. You can see what your the backups are gonna be like. So
0: Yes, that is correct. Uh on to, on to moving on to football. The NFL combine started this weekend or this week, so uh, you'll be hearing a lot about that. There's nothing really too too urgency too urgent for that. They're just getting prepped for the upcoming draft, which will take place in late April for the NFL. Uh, XFL this weekend, we've got games today, 1 and 4 p.m. And then starting tomorrow, they're moving uh, the games back a little bit. It's going to be a 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock start time. 3 and 6 for tomorrow. And the feature game there to watch is Houston at Dallas. Uh, They're calling that the Texas Texas Bowl, I think, or something. Houston at Dallas. Uh, Both those teams are pretty good. That should be the game to watch. That's the 3 o'clock game tomorrow on FSN. But we're in week four already. Remember, only a ten-week um, season. So, um, and there's no bye weeks. So, I'll be looking forward to tuning into some of those games as well. Anything else for professional sports, Andy? No, that doesn't
1: for
0: me. All righty. <laughs> All right. Let's now move on to the musical segment of the show. Um,
1: yes, Andy, what have you been listening to this week, sir.
0: Well, what I've been listening to this week, the album of the week is Kiss, nineteen seventy-five, Dress to Kill." Third studio album by the American rock band Kiss, released March eighteenth, nineteen seventy-five, and uh, produced by Casablanca Records president Neil Bogart. And this this was good. It's it's one of those quick, fast albums. 1975. uh, It's really 30 minutes running. The songs include Room Service, Two-Timer, Ladies in Waiting, Rock Bottom, Come On and Love Me, written by Paul Stanley in less than an hour. And then Anything for My Baby, Love Her All I Can. And the song Rock and Roll All Night. And one of the most kiss well-known songs. Uh, But before this, they released a solo uh, debut album that didn't do anything, a second album, which didn't do anything. And so they needed something. And so they rushed and got this out. They had to get this out quick. They just put together 10 basically quick songs and it still didn't work. Meanwhile, the record label Casablanca, which was new, Casablanca was a new record label back then. And president Neil Bogart was the president. That record label was going pretty much bankrupt and the band Kiss was going bankrupt. And so they needed to release this and Neil Bogart was the one, as the president of the company said to the KISS band, you know what, I'll produce this record myself. We need to, get, we need to do this and, and get it right because both the record label and the band are, are basically going under. And so he recommended a band put together some sort of anthem song. And so they came up with something called Rock and Roll All Night something that could be played at the concerts, more of a a rock anthem. So they put that together. The album didn't actually do that well. It only was certified gold, never went platinum even to this day. And the first two albums, Kiss was putting together, the money they were making, they were rolling right back into promotional work or tours. And so they just kept going. This album was the third album they released in a 12-month span. Three albums they had out in 12 months. And we all know what happened next. Later that, uh, the next year, they came out with an album called Alive. Um, the Alive, you know, basically a live recording of a concert, which had not been done either in the music industry. A live version. band
1: wasn't doing that well either.
0: Yep. And so they released the, the live version, you know, recorded basically Detroit Cobo Hall. This was 1970, uh, late 75 or early 76. And that thing went gangbusters. And the reason it did was partly in tune of the song "Rock and Roll All Night," the live version of that. And then everyone went back, and that became their favorite song. And that album went huge, and basically it, it survived. Both the band and the Casablanca Records um, got them out of out of the debt and became, you know, viable for, for both of those. This one I like. This album cover, Kiss has always been known for their album covers. It's it's the four men it, of the band. One
1: of my favorites, yeah
0: four men in the band standing in dressed uh, suits in suits on a street corner in New York city. And they've never uh, been in suits before. In fact, when they wanted to get this uh, photography done uh, in, in 1975, they said, let's all wear suits. Well, Peter Christ, the drummer was the only member of the band who even owned a suit. So Bill Alcoin, the manager um, said, I'll have to borrow you guys three of mine. So we brought three in. They all had to wear them. Gene Simmons is a big guy. Uh, his looks uncomfortably tight and not even fitting correctly. But if you look at that album cover, it is it is pretty good. They borrowed Bill Alcoyne's business suits for that production. That photograph was taken in New York City on the southwest corner of 23rd Street and 8th Avenue, looking north. And a lot of people, a lot of fans to this day go to that street corner and get their picture taken because that is where... That was, uh, that was, that was uh, photographed. And so this uh, it was very interesting, very interesting album. Like I said, fast moving song. The song Getaway was written by Ace Fraley, sung by Peter Chris. And this was back when Ace Fraley wasn't doing any lead vocals on the albums. Uh, after this, he started singing one or two songs on each album going forward. But Peter Chris sang on this one. Ace Frehley did the uh, uh, the on that one song that he used for "Getaway." Ace Frehley did the bass guitars and all the all the guitars and the bass and all the backing vocals as well. And Gene Simmons, of course, does all the bass work and the vocals. And he also played rhythm guitar on the song "Ladies in Waiting." Peter Chris did all the work there on the drums and percussion. So. Like I said, it never even got up there to go anywhere further than gold status. But uh, that—that is—that is what I've got for the album of the week here. Um, um, 1975, Kiss, Dressed to Kill, recorded at Electric Lady Studios in New York City.
1: I just put a picture of that cover up on the Facebook page, so. You guys can go and see that. and Gene looks very uncomfortable in that
0: picture. A very small size suit. The other ones uh, look just fine there, but um, that was uh, and that was their only. That was their first album that they actually released internationally as well. The first two were just released in the U.S. So they were, like I say, they were trying to get trying to get traction uh, on the band. So they released this into the into Europe and Australia and South America, and then they started getting some traction. But boy, it really came after that live double live uh, version in 1975.
1: Looking at the chart, it actually peaked higher in Canada than it did in the U.S.
0: Yes. Yes. Good stuff, though. Good good All stuff. Right. What have you got for uh, any any music this date's uh, Birthdays?
1: we got some sports history and music history. We'll do the sports history ones first. This weekend sports, February 23rd, 1937. Nebraska football coach Tom Osborne was um, February 24th, 1917, the Red Sox sold Smoky Joe Wood. His arm was dead at the age of 26. They sold him to Cleveland for $15,000. And February 27th, 1874, baseballs first played in England at Lord's Cricket Ground. Mm. So that's some sports information. Music. February 23rd, 1962, Queensryche guitarist Michael Wilton is born in San Francisco. 1952, same date, February 23rd, Errol Smith guitarist Brad Whitford is born in Massachusetts. February 24th, 1998, Elton John is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II during a ceremony at Buckingham Palace. And uh, 1950, on uh, February 24th, uh, George Thorgood is born in Delaware. Now here's why I know is good. You remember this so well. February 25th, 1998, 11-year-old Zach Hansen is the youngest songwriter ever to be nominated for a Grammy when Hansen's album, the Hit Mbop, was considered for a record of the year and best pop pop performance by a duo or group with a vocal. thought wow. you were a big Hansen guy, I suppose.
0: No, no, no. That, that is not correct, no.
1: Here's a little side note. That Mbop, the video for Mbop? Yeah. Was directed by, and the first video directed by, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, really? Yes yes um 1943 George Harrison was born in Liverpool England uh he was with the Beatles obviously um he did some solo stuff and towards the end of his crew let us remembering with
0: the Traveling Wilburys okay which were some we'll February 26, 1932
1: Johnny Cash was born in Arkansas okay uh, February 27th 1959 Johnny Van Zant was born in Jacksonville Florida Leonard performed Skinner oh
0: yes he
1: he performs with his brother Johnny Van Van, Van and as a solo artist that's best known for recording or for succeeding after Ronnie Van Zant, his brother passed away from Leonard Skinner. I think everybody thought he was in Skinner already. He wasn't. He didn't join until Ronnie passed away. Okay. And then Johnny took over. So uh, so he took over to 7 for that. Um, one new concert announcement. Add. Um, coming up September 27th, it's a Sunday, 6 p.m. at the Armory in Minneapolis, 50 years of heavy metal, Judas Priest.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, that, the Armory, a great venue for music.
1: Yes. Um, pretty sure it's going to sell out right away. Um, Priest has had a great following. He went to a lot of, uh, a lot of hard rock stations to, like, tournament time, oh, best album of all time. Bridger's Steel always is up there right away. And that album for Judas Priest kind of started 80s metal. A lot of 80s metal guys love that album. I love British Steel's great album. Turbo was an awesome album, afterwards. of Steel, if you ever get a chance to listen to it, buy it, download it, do whatever you got to do, steal it, whatever, you got to listen to that album. It's a great, great album.
0: Well, I, I'll need to uh, add that to the queue here for uh, album reviews. The British Steel Judas Priest. It's It was not on my radar, but I'm going to add that. That is very good. And uh, Rob Halford, uh, lead singer, is a good follow on Instagram. This being Catterday. Um,
1: oh, yes. He's a big Cat fan, so he's always got Cat sweaters on, which is really hard to picture. He's this heavy metal god with little kittens on his sweater. So it's kind of humbling to see that sometimes that they're Rock gods are people too, you know. So
0: exactly,
1: but yeah. And
0: anything more for uh for uh for music?
1: I uh, no, no. Like I said, you know, not much changing in the concert area. Um, same concerts as last week. Uh, we might start putting some of those up on our Facebook page as well. Um, updated concerts we did with the Jewish Priest one here. So we do more than just sports stuff on the Facebook page. We do songs. Uh, so we'll have the Kiss album cover up today to show you that one um, concerts in town, we kind of mentioned those on there too so just keep checking in and you'll see what's going on locally uh, for concerts either at US Bank or Target Center or something like that or something at the Diner or The Myth or The Ordway or, or, or The Armory we, doesn't matter where they're playing, if it's a good band we're going to put it up there
0: Perfect, and also remind, uh, we'll remind the listeners to please leave your comments below, your questions and, and your requests
1: Yes I got I'm requesting Judas Priest British Steel for an album review, sir.
0: All right, I'll add it to the I'll add it to the queue and um we'll go from there. Well, Andy, well, have, also, have a have a have a good week, Andy, and um we'll look forward to getting more sports updates here with March Madness rolling into high gear next week. All
1: right, we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks.